Michael Jackson, the Guinness Book of World Records has listed Thriller as the biggest selling album of all time. Michael Jackson has become the first artist in the history of music to generate six number one singles off one album. The album, of course, is bad. What Michael Jackson has achieved is a tribute to 20 years of hard work, energy, tireless dedication. Your success is an American dream come true. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode nine of the Stu Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy Ralphie. You're kicking it with Kai. And it's G. This is going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the nerdverse. Yo. Fellas, how we doing, man? I'm excited for this episode. I don't know what you guys are, but... I am good. I'm chilling. You're just chilling? Just chilling. After I said I'm excited for this episode, you're just going to be chilling. Last time I checked, we were two different people. I think I'm about to feel a G, how are you feeling, bro? <laughs> okay. I could care less. Nah, what's going on? It's good. What's the word? What's the word? No, much living life. Feels like I was just here. Oh, wait. I was. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. For those that don't know, this is be being recorded ahead of time. Very ahead of time. You know, we're all busy this upcoming week. Uh, my birthday is coming up, so I will not be home. Oh, yeah. So next time the people holler at you, you will be, what, 27? Uh, no, bro. 27? 26? <laughs> old ass man. Old ass man. Like, we're not all the same age. Bro, I'm like 18. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Anyways. I'll be 26 on uh, June 25th, guys. Thank you. Oh, shit. Yes. Please wish me a, a happy birthday. That'd be my, very appreciated. Merry Christmas. But how's uh, how's your week, guys, going? I know we saw each other a couple uh, days ago. It was, but... a pretty, it was a pretty boring week. Um, uh-huh. Not nothing much happened at work. But, you know, I did get some other work done. I was able to uh, get back to some work that I was working on. Uh, finished another script. So that was good, that was good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, it's been pretty slow, man. Just staying busy with this shit. You know what I mean? Uh, somebody that I know was like, "Yo, they, they want exclusive uh, copies of the of the pod before they drop." They was like, "Yo, I need the exclusive uh, the raw the raw footage." I was like, "Nah, you can't have that." The, who said that? Nine. <laughs> yeah, what's good, Nine? I know you listen. This guy was like, "Yo, let me let me get the extra let me get the extra copy first. The extra copy. I was like, "Nah, bro, that's how leaks happen." Yeah, we need that view first. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's one less view. Hand it out to you, but nah. Other than that, yeah, I've just been chilling. Just to show y'all how dedicated G is, he is uh, playing video games right now. What you playing over there, G? I'm playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild because since we're not recording on our days, Ralphie is cutting into my Breath of the Wild. I apologize, man. Yeah, I'm trying to hunt Lionel's and he's, he's so disrespectful. I got things to do. We want me to do. I, I have Lionel's time. Anyways, let's get into the word of the street, guys. Yes, please. All right, let's start it off. Avengers Endgame's coming back to theaters. Uh, do we have a date? I don't. It's coming it. up soon. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely because it comes out on DVD in August. Right. So I think I it's like within the next two weeks. It's coming out. I believe it. Either way, it's coming back to theaters with some bonus content. With some content, which means it's um the runtime is much longer as if we didn't need it to be any longer. <laughs> is it worth another watch, or can we just wait till August? What do you guys think? I can definitely wait till August. I can wait till August. I mean, I I missed the first act, and mm-hmm. I could care less. If you did miss the first second, if if this was dropping, I want to say like within the first like for after like a month, uh-huh. then maybe yeah. Because I did I definitely after the first month I did want to go see the movie again, but I'm so deep into it that it's like I right, I think I could wait the the extra month. Okay, wait, is it alternate scenes or alternate ending? No, it's just like bonus content it's just like after the credits. additional scenes, as if they couldn't give us that on the the Blu-ray or the 4K. That yeah. will release in August. You, you know what this is? They really want they, more they, money, more money, and they and they coming after uh, Avatar. 
They thought they was going to be Avatar. They, they didn't be yeah, Avatar. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. They want that ass. Is it considered the same movie, though? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. add on to the same... I think so. Probably. Yeah, because it's, 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 it's all box office. They did want Avatar. They pulling a Kanye stunt. I'm not gonna lie, I might go watch it. Cause I, I I I usually watch those movies like two times and I only got to watch it once in theater. Right. You know what I would, and because it was so long, I couldn't and, feel like sitting down through it again. And I I would go okay, I take that back. I I'd probably go see it just um just for the fact that like the first time I saw it it was all the hype. I wasn't able to see it the way I wanted to. I Correct. had to go to I had to go to another theater, I had yes. to go through yeah. jump through hoops. So like if I could just lay back and chill at the theater that I Enjoy want to. Enjoy the movie. Exactly. I agree with you. I definitely don't know so I might do it. It depends how long it'll be in theaters for. Do you think it'll be a low, lower price point? I hope so. I don't think so. You, no? No, it's not going to be. Why? Because you're going to pay the regular price anyway. Facts. Yeah. All right, then fuck it. <laughs> Forget it. That's how I look at it. I was trying to throw them a bone, but fuck it. Man. Oh, but people are going to flock to this shit regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to flock? People are. All right, maybe not flop. Nah, I don't know about it's not. It's not gonna be like. It's, it's not gonna be a ro- big rollout, but, but they might have some f- hardcore fans out there. It might make a few million, but yeah, yeah, yeah. How how I don't think it's gonna catch Avatar. No, I I thought it would have beaten Avatar, but oh well, you gotta adjust for inflation. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's true. So like, people like we didn't really grasp like how big Avatar was at the time because mm-hmm. like one it was it broke the record and then like once you calculate for inflation because like it should have beat it. By now, mm-hmm. but because of inflation, you're just like fuck. Still nothing. Wow. Because because like yo, I thought I thought which McCall was gonna be Avatar. Um, what? Uh, the la- Return of the Return of the Jedi. Um, the Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. I thought that I thought they had them, mm-hmm. and then I found out that they were nowhere nowhere even close. Because like, you know what it is, they don't. Star Wars doesn't make a lot of money in China. I thought it makes a lot of money in China. Nah, it doesn't. No. Nah. Oh yeah, Japan more than China. Yeah. Okay. 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 They don't thing. make money in China like. Yeah, that. And, and Avatar ate China the fuck up. Too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. fucking James Cameron. Devoured. What about you, G? Anything? Um, anything about who and what? About the Avengers? Are you gonna go see it? I can't even spell the Avengers. Now I'm just playing. Um, nah. Like like I was saying, man, I missed the first act, so this is mm-hmm. another act I can miss. <laughs> It's not an act. It's a whole film. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, speak, we're going to stay on the topic of Marvel. Spider-Man Far From Home uh, has been receiving glowing reviews. Now, via social this, media. Well, this, yeah. So, but... Uh, no, uh, well... This this came out already? No. It uh, hasn't come out, but... They, they haven't lifted the embargo yet, but people have been, like, posting on Twitter that have seen the movie already, and it's getting, like, a lot of good reviews. Okay. Granted, I think it's mostly by fans, so... Yeah. Slightly biased, mm-hmm. but with that being... I don't know if it's going to make me watch the movie any more than I was before that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm still going to watch I'm going to watch it regardless. Regardless. Even if, I don't know if... Even if they were saying bad things about it, I'm like, I probably still would go see it. Right. Yeah, I feel the same way. I was like... Every time I see them, I'm like, I'm glad that everyone's like loving it, but I was like, right. I was going to go see it regardless. Yeah, I was going to see it anyway. I, I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And my only problem with the the whole social media review thing is that I rarely see negative comments regarding them. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, uh, they gave glowing reviews to Captain Marvel. I'm not a huge fan of that movie. Like, I didn't think that movie was as great as like I was reading about it. I like Captain Marvel, though. I But, like, they were making it sound like it was, like, the best. Like, it was the shit. Mm-hmm. And I walked in there, and I'm, like, expecting the shit, and I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is how these, this is how these things would work. Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman, easily. Wonder Woman. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's not, to me, that's not even a contest. It's not a contest, because I saw Wonder Woman. Yeah. And you didn't see Captain Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm a go. I'm, it's a go for me. I, I'm gonna go watch this movie. Yeah, but uh, I did like I did like some of the things that they were saying. I like that uh, a lot of praise is being lent to uh, Mysterio, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's whole mm-hmm. uh, performance. 
Uh, a lot of people are saying that Nick Fury's fun. They like the whole adventure. Like all, the, I'm hearing good things about the things that I was excited about yeah, yeah. anyway. So it's good to know that I probably won't be let down. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw a couple clips online. It, look, it looks fun. It looks like a fun like a fun high school movie, which is why I like the first one. So I'm excited. I just like movies set in Italy, bro. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fine. I like I like I like international movies. I like movies where they jump from place where they jump from place to place. But but to me specifically, when Italy is like the backdrop, it's like such a beautiful movie. It's mm. just a beautiful place to like film a movie. Yeah. Uh the 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 set pe- the final set piece in uh, what you call it in uh, Casino Royale. Exactly. Yeah, that shit was dope. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good movies that you know get filmed in Italy. The Godfather, for instance. But we're not going there. Um, wait, wait, before we go, um, you said Jake Gyllenhaal. You remember that side high verse when he's like, I'm like Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm in the hood with the bubble. Yes. Well, what, what does that mean? Um, Bubble Boy. Yeah, he was in a movie okay. called Bubble Boy. Copy. I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard, that was his best verse. Mm-hmm. That was his best verse? No, Paul was his best bar. What what song was that? That was uh, Soul Paul, right? <sighs> nah, I don't, I think it was no, a no, Friday no, song. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, All right, that no. was a hard, I was like, whoo, <laughs> I don't know what it means, but whoo. Last but not least, um, Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. He has a movie coming out later this, no, next month uh, called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And after that, he might mm-hmm. have a Star Trek movie coming out, and it's apparently going to be rated R. Are we excited for uh, a rated R Star Trek directed by Quentin Tarantino? And should Star Trek even be rated R? Is this connecting with the past Star Trek movies that just came? I'm not even sure. Cause I don't, I don't think they have Chris Pine. Yeah, they don't with, under contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. they apparently they botched negotiations because it was supposed to be him, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. um, and everyone, and they kind of like fucked it up and it fell apart. Mm-hmm. So this probably will be his own thing. Um, I don't personally see the need for a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek. Don't get me wrong, I'm still gonna watch a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek. Right. Just like my curiosity, like based off of curiosity alone, um, but. I don't know how Pierce like I'm, and also I'm not like a Trekkie. I'm not like a mm-hmm. huge Star Trek fan. How are Pierce gonna feel about it being rated R? Because I think one of the the things about Star Trek was like it was this thing meant to bring people together. Like it like mm-hmm. going back to like the '60s. Like it was all about like using sci-fi as a as a way to talk about like social commentary. Right. So right. for Quentin to come in there and throw a bunch of niggas and motherfuckers in it. <laughs> well, it, I don't think we're gonna be. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, that first Quint, word in there. Quentin Tarantino will give us a, a nigga in space. I don't. I don't think so. Hundred percent. He might. Yeah. If, I, if first of all, Sam Jackson's gonna be the captain. Yeah, he, he's gonna be Captain Kirk. Yeah, he's gonna. Be, <laughs> <laughs> not breaking continuity. He's just gonna be Captain Kirk. <laughs> That's what, nah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be a Horace Pops. Christoph Waltz is gonna be a uh, Spock. <laughs> DiCaprio's gonna be Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the. I can see DiCaprio's Kirk in. I can't do it. As an old washed up hurt. I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm not mad at that casting. Christoph Waltz should definitely be the villain. Nah, but um, this is the problem that I have with this idea. Quint, as you probably know, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but Quentin Tarantino only wants to make 10 films. Mm-hmm. And after this upcoming one, which I think is number nine. Yeah, this will be nine. He has one more left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, if Star Trek is his last film that he ever directs, I would be disappointed. I just want an original idea from him. Mm-hmm. I don't well, want a Star Trek movie from him. Well, as his last movie. What, what if he's using this as his loophole? Like he's like ten original films. Then I'm then, cool with it. Then okay. then go ahead, direct it. Yeah, but the I, other thing is too, he doesn't want to direct past sixty. I don't know how old he is, but he's in his late fifties. Yeah, he's an old guy. Well, he's yeah. getting up there. So mm-hmm. once he gets, it's it, he said whatever comes first, age of sixty or the tenth film. Mm. So even if he does Star Trek, 
I don't know if he'll have enough time to get that 10th film in before 60, if he really, truly does want to stay within that threshold. Right. And my another thing with Tarantino, I don't... He's a he's a great independent film director. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino he turns on the he turns on the camera and he's just he just goes he does his own thing and he's always had that freedom. Will Quentin Tarantino and can Quentin Tarantino work as a franchise uh, director? Because this in this instance, granted he is tried and tested over over the last two decades, uh, I, but I feel like once they get him in there, this is going to be owned by Paramount. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is their franchise, so it's not even like oh you're going to just do this movie and it's. And it's gonna be what it is. It's like no, this movie's performance has the uh, has the potential to impact future movies or the way people perceive the franchise as a whole. Mm-hmm. So the executives are gonna want to put their fingers in it. How's that gonna turn out? I I, I kind of disagree. I don't think they're gonna want to put their fingers on it only because I think they're gonna just let Quentin go. And I, I let me rephrase that. I don't think Quentin is gonna sign on unless he gets the okay. Like yo, I, this is my movie. Mm. Y'all can't interfere in this. And it may not even be. A, a movie that leads to another, like a franchise or a reboot. Mm. I no, mean, no, it'll no, just no, be no. Its own thing. No, no, no. But like, even like, if it was just an, end, it's still, a, it still belongs to the franchise. Is what I mean. But I just, me personally, I don't think that Quentin Tarantino is just gonna sign on to a movie and then have a whole bunch of people put their hands in the cookie jar. I don't think he's like that. I, I think this might be the, I think this might be the first time we see that from Quentin. Uh, just, I, just because he's dealing with someone else's IP, yeah, like yeah. you can't help. Him. I feel like the fact that it is Star Trek, he has to stay within a certain bubble, mm-hmm. like. Because Star Trek, like you said, is, is sci-fi. It has a lot of um, logic to it, right? So Quinn is like, you know, explosions, niggas and shit. Like, he has to, you know, he has to stay into, in a certain bubble. He has to make sure, like, even though there's action and it's like, you know, a really fast-paced movie, he has to slow it down and he has to stay towards the Star Trek, you know? Because just like, cause just like um, in the case of, like, the Marvel directors, you know, we always hear Kevin Feige say, you know, oh, I let I let Ryan I let Ryan just do him. Or I let, uh, I let the Russo brothers, you know, I gave them as much free reign and control. Yeah, you you did probably, mm-hmm. but to a certain extent. You know what I mean? If they walked in and were just like, well, yeah, we're going to have this uh, sex scene between uh, A and B. No. Like, he, I think by doing this movie, he's putting himself in a... And, and I'm not saying that he's going to, like, fold for them. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that there's a potential to create conflict between him and the studio compared to where there wouldn't be if he was off just doing his own film. Yeah, big facts. Because... So, Oh, yeah, so I just I just think that this like we always say the the terms quote unquote creative differences. I feel like there'll be a lot of creative differences. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of creative differences because it all sounds great until that camera starts rolling. You know what I mean? Because this is Star Trek. It's it's a niche market. It's not like everybody loves Star Trek. When you make a Star Trek movie, you have to what um, cadence to your core, right? Mm-hmm. Come on now, they, make sure it's right. We we all thought they were gonna uh, Marvel was gonna let Edgar Wright do his own thing. We saw how that turned out. Edgar Wright is not Quentin Tarantino. What do you think? What do you mean? I know. I know. Tarantino's a much bigger name than Edgar Wright. No, but in their in their styles and like who and like how their movies define who they are. But all right, but no, Marvel has their own thing. Like Marvel has a tried and true like track record. Besides, you know, Dark World. But other than that, most of their movies are pretty good because they follow a certain formula, which is followed by Kevin Feige. So I understand where a, a, a director is not really following that formula and the movie might feel out of place within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I, I could see that. Whereas Star Trek, there's no real like continuity. I mean, the two, the first two were directed by J.J. Abrams. I forgot who... Uh, Justin Wan did the third one. Uh, Justin Lin. Justin Lin, sorry. Um, so there's not real like connective tissue among those... Th- I mean, the first two are similar. The third one, not so much. So I think a fourth one by Quentin Tarantino 
it's not really going to get a lot of pushback from the studio. Mm. That's just me. I, I, we, we could, you know, agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just think that if we, we're going to hear that term creative differences. When we talk about this. We might. Yeah, we might not. I don't know. If well, this, even this... If, 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 if this gets made. I, I personally don't think it's going to get made. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get made. I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to get all the way to... You ever been sitting like in a group and y'all come up with an idea uh-huh. and you just like... You think it's going to work so much until you actually like start it mm-hmm. and then you're just like, oh, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I think that's what this is. I Are think to see the dailies be like, mm, yeah. we should have done this. I think they're sitting in the basement right now, high as fuck, like, yo, we should start a business. Yo, finish <laughs> it. And it's just like... Yeah, and then you go to the bank for a loan, and then you find out that you need good credit, and you're like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's that, that's, that, that's or, a bad or, analogy. Or you, or you buy, or you buy the spot, and then you realize like how much money it's really gonna cost. Buy the spot. Okay, all right. Like, like you that. buy the building. That's yes, I, I understand what you're referring to. That's still whack though. I think end result. I think he writes the script, and someone else directs it. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, and probably rewrites it after that too. Maybe because you, you can't say nigga in space. He's not going to say that in space. He's going to say, he's, he will quit. I can see Quentin right now. Hey, guys, I just want to let you guys know. All right. What if? We say, what if? Just just saying, we bring niggas in space. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to be racist. Of course, the black characters will be saying it. Bring in Jamie Foxx. I say we bring in Jamie Foxx. Okay. I, I say we bring in uh, uh, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. They do their things. Okay. Bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. <laughs> Are you motherfuckers with this? I would love to see the way Quentin talks in a boardroom. It's probably fucking hilarious. I would love to be a fly on the wall for that. Oh, absolutely. I would definitely like to be a fly on the wall for that. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. All right, let's let's get into our main topic, because I'm super excited for this main topic. It's going to be amazing. I can tell us. So, um, June 25th, like I said earlier, guys, is my birthday. But another, uh... Seminal day in American seminal, history. Yeah, yeah, big seminal day in American history. June 25th of uh, 2009, Michael Jackson passed away. Um, and this will be the 10 years, I guess anniversary, I don't like to call it that. But it has been 10 years since he, he has passed away um, when you guys listen to this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. So we just want to do a nice little tribute to the late, the great Michael Jackson. So uh, we're going to not really touch on his whole life because we'll be here for days if we did that. We're going to touch on his... To me, anyway, his three main albums, which are Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad. Mm-hmm. We all love Dangerous, but we're going to talk about these uh, three albums first. Um, so what we're going to do is same thing we did with our Kanye episode, guys. We're going to list our favorite track, our personal connection to the album, and a song that we could have done without on each album. Uh, before we get into that, sure. I just want to say, um, does everyone remember where they were the day he died? I absolutely do, because it was my birthday. So I know, I definitely know where I was. I was your- but let's talk about that. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. But it was a very sad birthday in 2009. I was actually at home. Mm. My mom had just cooked, a, cooked us a big old feast. It was a school night, I remember. No, uh, school's out. No, school's out. Your memory's a little, uh, little shot there. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about the case, sorry. When the lady threw the dove. Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, but no, this was... Um, I was home. I, like I said, it was my birthday. My mom had just cooked a, a nice big dinner. Um, I think... I want to say my brother called me into the room and I looked at CNN. He wasn't passed he hasn't passed away he just was in heart attack or, heart, or cardiac yeah, yeah, arrest because yeah, yeah. that was the first thing that happened mm. so i'm like oh man that's that's crazy that's terrible mm. not thinking he would ever die right and then maybe an hour half an hour later i got the news that he passed and that it ruined my day bro i'm a huge michael jackson fan so when yeah. i saw that bro yeah. that was the closest i ever got to crying because i no one thank god but no one in my family has ever really like so close, close to me that's passed away mm-hmm. so i haven't felt like 
The loss. The loss. And that was like lost to me because I... I don't want to sound cliche, but I feel like I knew Michael Jackson. I listened to all his music. Mm-hmm. I watched all his music videos. Huge fan of it. So when he passed away, that, that shit hurt. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was actually... Uh, it was me... Um, well, they're not going to know. But um, I think it was me, Tutu, and somebody else. We were playing ball We were playing ball in my front driveway. And I think somebody like hit one of their phones or whatever. And was like, yo, Michael Jackson died or whatever. So then we went inside We went inside my crib. And I had the, uh, I had the old school Mac set up in the, in the den. So we were just online, like, looking for more information. It was still saying the same thing, that he was in the hospital, he was in the hospital, whatever. And then, um, for some reason, like, during that whole time, like, we were not thinking to actually check the news. We were just on the fucking internet, like, mm-hmm. not using common sense. And then uh, my dad came in, and he, like, turned he turned to CNN, and it was, like, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, Michael Jackson died. And I was like, damn. You know, I'm not gonna lie, that's, at that point, that's how I knew how big Michael Jackson was. Where he was on everything, and I was upset because I was trying to watch something. I hear you, bro. Alright, so let's just get into it then. Um, off the Wall, mm-hmm. 1979. End of an era. I wasn't even alive. None of us were great. <laughs> um, I used my real name. Sorry. As if we didn't know this. Like, people didn't know this by now anyway. My name could have been Eduardo. It's or, not Eduardo. Or Alabaster. It's definitely something else. Alright, so let's get into our favorite track of Off the Wall. Mm-hmm. It was the end of an era. End of a disco era. Yep. Such a good time. If I, I was, like, if I was alive. Anyway. And not that I know a lot about disco, I would say that that was the the best probably like bang you could give to disco. Because like I was never like a big disco mm-hmm. guy. Because it's like I never even liked Saturday Night Live. I didn't like the Bee Gees or any of that <gasps> stuff. What? I know it's blasphemy. No, just the genre of disco. Well, the, you don't like disco music. Yeah, yeah Bee Gees album is. Fire no, no, I, I didn't say anything bad about it. I just it. said I wasn't. It's not friend. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't big on. Teach his own. But I respect that. But if there was disco. I didn't even realize listening to Off the Wall, I was listening to disco music. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I liked it so much. Okay, you know what I mean. So like, I think, the genre. I think I think it was a good, it was a great way to cap off that that entire era of music. Okay, yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. Got you, got you. I'll kick this one off, guys. Uh, my favorite track of this album, we have a lot. Um, it used to be Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, and then it alternated with Rock With You. But for today's purposes, I'm gonna go with Working Day and Night. I recently got onto this song like within the last two years. I had never heard it before. Because mm-hmm. I never listened to this album within the, the last year, two years or so. But Working Day and Night is uh, it's such a good song. Nice, catchy, upbeat. Um, his live version that he does in concert, stuff like that, fire. If you ever get a chance, uh, watch it. But uh, I'm a huge fan of this song. It's great. Mm. Um, my favorite is probably gonna go with I'm gonna probably go with the title track off the wall I really love off the wall off man. the wall is good too it, it's it's such a great song um there's so many layers to it you know what I mean mm-hmm. like um just the when you when he goes into the brick party people people not it's one of those songs like it comes on to like you can, as long as you got a rhythm bone in your body you can't help but like move to mm-hmm. it. you That's know what I mean I can't I can't imagine you being stationary while this song is playing um and I think it's I think it's one of his smoothest hooks as well so, I love the yeah that song yeah, that song is good it's a dope song I uh, love the, the the freaky uh the freaky laughing in the beginning the woo it's a little creepy it's, it's a little creepy you know it feels it feels like a prelude to, to thriller. like thriller yes it's like it's, it's almost like he's giving us a preview like now we're I, on the same page I, I got some shit coming up next like, we're on the same page yeah, it does that. seem it does seem like that mm-hmm. um I do have a, a oh I'm sorry no keep on um I do have a question sure so when this album came out was it a huge thing you know what i mean i because michael jackson also did have some albums before this that a lot of people don't talk about you know i always i always believe that 
Off the Wall was his debut album, solo album, but it wasn't. It's all right. So it's his, this it's, is his first album on Epic as a solo artist. Because but before those um, the albums prior to that, he's still part of the Jackson Five. Uh, this is where he officially breaks away from the group. Gotcha. Yeah, but it's also like he does like most of the writing on this album. He mm-hmm. and Quincy Jones. Um, but this is this is why it's considered like his first solo album because this has become this is when he becomes a, a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Quincy. Um, I mean, me personally, you know, I have never really listed an album full and full, but Rock with You is definitely a song I can remember. Mm-hmm. And like you said, when a song like that comes on, you know, you just sway, you know, and go to the beat. Right. So I'm rocking with that. Mm-hmm. An honorable mention for me is "She's Out of My Life." It's such a beautiful song. Okay. It's sad because he does cry in the end. For I don't think anyone ever figured out like who he's talking about in this song and why he's crying. But he does cry in the end, and it's like it's such a nice song. Mm. Well, what happened? His girl left him. She's out of his life. <laughs> That's how it be, ladies. Don't come into the life if you're not trying to stay. Yeah, it, it's such a it, the way he sings. It's such a nice song. Right. I re- I really like "Rock With You" too. "Rock With You" is a really just like, it's a really just sweet seminal song. You know what I mean? Like sentimental song. You know, that's a song you, you know, you would have joined, you feel me? Take out to the city, Ruby's Cafe, Ruby holla at me, you know? And just... It's smooth, bro. That's when you're driving over the Williamsburg Bridge, you about hey. to take your shorty home, like, yo, <laughs> you know what time it is. This so shit is smooth. smooth, you feel me? I'm sorry, Mike, I gotta take that stuff back. You, you're a cool dude, all right? You're a cool dude. You got it. I don't like talking about the dead anyway. So, uh, what's our personal connection to this album? Um, well... My dad being a DJ, everywhere like this is a part of his set. This is a part of his his playlist. Mm. Um, it's it's in this. It was in the Serato before there was Serato. It was he had the CD before there was a CD. He had the vinyl. So there wasn't a party that I like. And if you've ever been to like a black party, you know that this, this is this, this is a certain amount. There's certain songs that you're always gonna hear at him. You're gonna hear um you're gonna hear Step in the Name of Love. You're gonna hear um. You think we hearing that now? No, no, our uh, cancel. <laughs> uh, you're hearing, you're hearing uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze, and then you're definitely gonna hear either "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough" or "Rock With You." Yo, yeah. my so mom like, made me play Frankie Beverly and Maze ten times last weekend. So before, so like before, I was even young enough to comprehend music. I just remember like those two songs, like every, mm-hmm. like every family function I was at. Where, and I find that that's deep. Regardless of ethnic background. Cause we're all like you know, yeah. different ethnic backgrounds. You play Michael Jackson at any party, like it transcends. Yeah, yeah. yeah music, good, great music, transcends genres. Right. Like, no, nah, it's yeah. You, and if a long car ride, everybody's chilling, throwing some Michael Jackson, bro. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the song. Definitely. Uh, my personal connection to the album. Be honest with you, I don't have one. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because I, I was never like too familiar with this album prior to. Everyone knows Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Everyone knows Rock With You. But I never was really familiar with the other seven songs in this album. Right. But they're all great. I recently watched uh, the documentary uh, Spike Lee does on this album. Mm. The Off The Wall. That's a really good documentary. You guys want to watch something? Uh, watch that. Where'd you watch it? Uh, I, I downloaded it on iTunes. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I downloaded it. It's not on Netflix or anything like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, yeah, but just type it's off the, I have it if you ever wanna watch it. Oh, it could be on Apple Music or something like that. It might be oh it might be actually I don't know. I have I don't have a music. But uh I would definitely give that a shot if you guys had a chance. Mm. Um my personal connection with the album, I mean I am hearing a stoop talking about it, you know, and making memories. There yeah. There, you go. there it is. That's right. So when we come back ten years later, now you now you got a real personal connection. Ooh, the t- the I'm not gonna twenty I'm, year I'm not gonna listen to this ten years later. Wow. Damn. I haven't listened to it for the 25th. 
You find your smell like so. Nah, you know, you never know. Yeah, let me let me find that special lady that's gonna put me on Michael Jackson. You feel me? There you go, ladies. Ladies. I can do this all day. I, I, wish, I wish everybody could just see the way Ralphie is just dancing and just smiling. Oh, all right. Uh, what's what's a track that we could have done with that on this album? Uh, that's a hard one, considering that I've never listened to this album from <laughs> back, <laughs> front to back. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just guess. I'm gonna just go any mini mini mo and pick one. I'm gonna wow. say Burn is Disco Out. Tuck's not a bad song. It's not a bad song? No. I don't... I'll, look, it's Michael Jackson, so I'm pretty sure there's not a bad song on here. Is Girlfriend a good song, Ralphie? This is Burnett Disco Out. Oh, this is a little bit too disco for me. Yeah. It's, it's, no, this album is very disco. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah, now, I'm, I'm going to stay with that one just because I that sounds very disco. I afros and the platform shoes with the little fishies in them. He, had, he was definitely walking the afro on this uh, afro. album cover. Yeah, the afro, crazy. See this album cover? I'm not even feeling it. Yo, Mikey look tight. My, my, I'm not going to say nothing about Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've always seen the alternate cover, though. The one with, where it's just his feet. Mm-hmm. I've rarely seen the... Uh, the, the, the going when he's posing it? Yeah. Yeah, this is... You, this, you this, think this looks a, like schoolyard bunch. Doesn't, uh, doesn't Nick Cannon look like a young Michael Jackson? Yeah. Like, look at Nick Cannon cool. in Road Bounce, the afro. Yeah. I can yeah. see it. Okay. I can see him playing a young Mike. Okay. In, in yeah, a, yeah, In a biopic. I can see... Yeah, I, I don't know if he could play with that anymore. Well, a young Michael Jackson. Yeah, I, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. Um, the song I, I could do without is I Can't Help It. I'm just, I'm just not. A, but this is a like again. This is a very disco album. Yeah. He didn't get into his bag like he did in, in Thriller yet. But uh, I could do without that that mm. song for this album. Mm. But this album is not his best. Like to be honest with you. Yeah. But uh, that's the song I could go without. <laughs> what about you, G? Um, I'm gonna say. You gonna pick one? Go ahead, guess. <laughs> no, nah, I was gonna say something rude, but I gotta chill. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just go with tracks. Three to eight. <laughs> Three to eight. <laughs> Three to eight. <laughs> let me not. Let me not. Nah, like I said, I haven't listened to this album, so I can't even tell you what I want to do with that. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So I can't even. I can't even. Copy. Justify all anything. right. So, with that being said, let's move on to an album that we've all heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nineteen eighty two was a huge. Stop it. Yeah, let me stop. Stop it. Nineteen eighty two was a huge year because this album came out. I'm so excited to talk about this album. The album is called Thriller. Um. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Too. Nah, I never did, actually. You've never heard of it? First oh, that's crazy. Yeah, you're a clown. I'm making memories all day. Let's, let's just get into it. Favorite <laughs> yo, track yo, on yo, Thriller. Yo, flustered. <laughs> nah, I'm, just, I'm so happy you get to talk about this album, bro. All right, boy. Go. I've waited like five minutes to so talk yo, about yo, it. Yo, go, go, go. What's your favorite track, bro? I like my favorite energy. track? I don't know if I can pick a favorite track on this album because there's so many good ones. If, if you put a gun to my head and had to pick one. All right, pick two. Pick two. No, no, no. I'll pick, I'll pick one. I'll go with... I'll go with... This is tough. It's hard. I'm it's look, so hard. Because I'm looking at them now and I'm like, yeah, to really pick hard. one? Yeah, it, well, it's difficult. I'll go with Thriller, just because. Really? Out of all of the other no, ones? You know what? No, 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 no. You know what? See, if you ask me this tomorrow, I'm going to have a different answer. Well, that's how I felt about the the Kendrick shit when you asked me last episode. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. But, uh... To the turntables. Let's go Baby Be Mine. Ooh, that's okay. a smooth song. Okay. 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 Um. Ooh. That's nice. Very nice. 
I'm not the download. I can't. Find, I'm not the download through it. I'm gonna hit the. But there's I'm no wrong answer. Not a, there's not, not. There's no wrong answer. Ah, the girl is mine. The girl's mine. <laughs> I like that song though. No, nah, it's a good song. It's oh, just yeah. the wrong answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you can say that, bro. It's just the wrong answer. Nah, low key, my brother so, loves this song. Nah, I know. I was in a, yo. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, when we used to ride in the whip on he the loves way this to song, work, right? he would not stop playing this But song. I would listen to this all the time. Yeah. Where? The girl is mine. That's yes. different. You ever heard the demo version? I have not. It's pretty fire. Mm. But, uh, nah, but Butter loves this song. Yeah. This, this, if Brian was here, he would. this would be his choice. <laughs> where? Where? Um, okay, I, like, like you said, uh, if you ask me on a different day, man, fucking. But. Uh, right, right now, because it's just playing in my head. I'm gonna say human nature. I fucking love human nature, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because because it, it was a time in high school where it was like this. This was the only album I was really bumping for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but um, yes. Oh yeah, this song is fire. Oh yeah, there's and no it, wrong answer on this album. Yeah, this song and, is fire. And it's a testament, uh, a testament to his greatness is the fact that almost everyone that is attempted to sample this song mm-hmm. has made like damn near a historic track in their own uh Chris Brown at, did it uh but uh SWV SWV's version of Human Nature which no is, Kai just violated Chris Brown which is which is phenomenal he definitely uh, just waved them off yeah, just, <laughs> no 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 because uh he he tried to do what they did on Human Nature on um S, for SWV okay their version of Human Nature is fucking phenomenal it's one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. RB, RB tracks, tracks ever um and then Nas, Nas sampled Human Nature for uh, It Ain't Hard to Tell. Mm-hmm. So, like, just looking at, you know, who, like, when you come in and, like, someone plays that sample, you gotta do your, you gotta do your shit on You gotta it. do something. And, and no disrespect to Chris, like, I, his version is okay. Like, I do like that. I do like that. It's not a, you can't fuck up. The, it's good because of the sample. Yeah. Like, you can't fuck with the, you can't fuck up this song. Yeah, you can't. Like, you deserve to get kicked out of music. It's like the DJ Khaled version of, um, on Human Nature. Mm-hmm. Chris yeah. Brown's Human Nature is the DJ Khaled version. Yeah, it's a it's a DJ Khaled version. Is it? Yeah, it's it's just watered down. What about you, G? Favorite favorite track on this album? Billie Jean. She's like not it. my lover. Okay. And tell her to leave me alone. That's not my son. That's an icon- iconic song. Do you feel me? You you remember how the lady came out? She was trying to say she's um she was Billie Jean. Oh no, what was it? she was trying to say she was Annie? Nah, probably Billie Jean. Probably really. It was Billie Jean. Yeah. And then, and and then, and then her her daughter was tight at her because she was like, "Yo, my mom is delusional." And like she, she would persist. Like you, you know, you know, it's funny. Like Michael Jackson made a like niggas ain't shit song before. Like it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> and you know the thing about it is, he, I always he, wondered. Like he dad made a he dad made a deadbeat dad song. <laughs> I always wondered why are people singing this song when I really listened to the lyrics as a kid. Mm-hmm. Even though it's fire, because she's not my lover. You know, he, he literally just. I didn't get her pregnant. Yo, that kid ain't mine. <laughs> That's exactly what the song is. <laughs> he said that nappy headed. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that, that was in lyrics? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's right. Say, oh, bro, bro. I'm looking at it right now. Apple Music. That's exactly what he said. Oh, he said... He said, get that nappy-ass baby the fuck up out of here. That's not mine. Is you, do, you, do you think that's Michael's most iconic song? I believe so. I, I think so, too. I do think so. Yeah, you think so? Um, when he throws in the, the glittery jacket, the fedora, the gloves. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then... It's and iconic. And then he takes it a step above during the uh, Motown 25 performance, which I think is honestly the most iconic performance ever. Cause he debuts the moon. It's up there. Yeah, I can't really, I can't really think of others. Of his? Hmm. Of his or in music in general? In music, in music in general. I'm sure that I'm sure this Beatle perform. Oh, the Beatle performance. Um, in, in, in Shea Stadium. Yeah. Was yeah. it Shea Stadium? No, that that's Elton John. You're thinking. No, I think the Beatles came to Shea Stadium. Well, I was talking about the one that Andre uh, parodied and uh, which one call it? When they're like the first time they were ever on television. 
The Beatles. I don't know. That was yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. The first time they were ever on television. Mm -hmm. Like, it introduced Beatles to the world. But Motown 25, the Michael Jackson performance, is definitely up there. Oh, it's probably... Somewhere out there, there's probably a list, and it's probably in the top ten. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's definitely in top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or top mm-hmm. five, rather. Um, but, yeah, man. Billie Jean is, is fucking... Mean, every song on this album is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, you, you can't really go wrong. Yeah. That P.Y.T. for me? I want to love you. Well, that's what I was going to say. That was It was between that and P.Y.T. Because I do li- I listen to P.Y.T. a lot now. P.Y.T. is nah, I can only listen to that once a year. Once a year? Once a year? Yeah. What do you save it for? When a pretty young thing come to me. I'd be like, Ooh. shorty... Just throw it on. Hear the song. I'm not talking about you. Personal connection to this album. Um, it's probably one of the first albums that I was just like listening to nonstop. Mm-hmm. I think when I first got my when I first got my iPod, uh, my dad was still like he wasn't he was more lenient, so he started putting on the rap shit. But like outside of rap, I didn't really have any other type of music. Mm-hmm. So I, it was literally rap music and Michael Jackson. Right. So when I didn't feel like listening to rap, which was like two percent of my day, mm-hmm. like I felt like I throw on this album, and it, the fact that it's nine tracks and it's just like easy to breeze through. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like I would throw this album on first period, I'd be done with it by lunch, and like that was good because it was like all right, cool. Like you do, you don't tire of it. So to me, I always thought it was flawless. Also, um, the lady in my life, I remember hearing that in like the context of my aunt's wedding, because like it was one of the songs that we were playing like during the dance and shit. And I was mm-hmm. just like, it was one of the rare occasions where like I saw a song perfectly fit within a like a moment in time, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, like that's real, like that's really dope. That's mm-hmm. nice. So like now every time that song comes on, like it just immediately hits me with nostalgia. Um, I remember Thriller. Just um, I had the hist- I had the history DVD. I don't know when that when that album had dropped, um, and it came with all of the music videos. And as you know, that I think this um, album probably had the most videos. No, probably, probably bad. bad, bad, bad. I think video. bad. The yeah, most. yeah, you're right. Um, but I remember the Thriller video, and my biggest fear as a child was zombies. I used to be scared shitless of this video. Mm-hmm. I forgot the dude's name that narrates it. Vincent Price. Yeah, that was fucking scary. But for some reason, like, I would keep coming back to it. Like, I used to punish myself mm-hmm. just because I wanted to see those fucking zombies dance, yo. And it was like a love-hate relation because I hated the video because I was afraid of it. But like, mm-hmm. there was always that part. And then just when I was like, ah, cool, cool, cool. It's all good. He fucking turns around and you see the yellow eyes and then the scary ass. Vo- and I'm just like... And, and then laugh. I, yeah, the laugh. And then, like, come to find out, because I didn't know at the time, that was the biggest music video at the time. Mm-hmm. That was He was the first black artist on MTV, am I right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. So, like, yeah, I mean, just so many points in my life, like, pimp, like come back to this album. So, uh, For me, my um, my godmother was staying on, and she's actually listened to this uh, podcast. Shout out to Nina. Oh, I don't know that. What is, stop saying the N-word so much. Don't worry about it. Okay. She's perfectly fine with it. She just, you know, plays it for her kids every once in a while. Oh shit! <laughs> and thanks a lot for cursing again. <laughs> um, but no, she uh, she was she was in my basement one day and she was watching a, a video that I was like, wow, maybe I should come sit down and watch it. Mm. Watching it with her, zombies come up, they start dancing. Mm. Now initially I'm scared because I'm a little young, and she kind of looked at my mom and was like, oh, should should he be watching this video? She's like, yeah, whatever. My mom didn't care. But point being, this music video was obviously thriller, and I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Right. Because it, it's. I had rec- I I recognized Michael Jackson obviously, mm-hmm. and I'll get into why later. So I, that's why I was watching. The song was amazing. The video they start dancing and stuff like that. Oh, it's it's like 
It's a perfect music video. It's probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite music video of all time. Mm-hmm. Smooth Criminal would probably up there too. And, but we'll get it. We'll get there too. And don't quote me, but I feel like Michael Jackson started the whole cinematic music video thing. Yes, big facts. Because before him, there weren't. Because Thriller is a short film. Mm-hmm. Like it's a short film musical essentially. Mm-hmm. And I feel like before that, you we really didn't have those. You know, I feel like he was the first person to like really. And like I said, don't quote me because I could be completely wrong. But like. They really started dumping money in the music videos after him. You know what I mean? No, yeah, definitely. Did they? Um, Thriller actually debuted in the movie theaters. Like you actually went to go see it. Oh, yes, that's yes, right. Yes. I don't know which movie it was. I'm trying to look for it now. But it played like during one of the movies that you played um, that you watched in like '81, '82. Mm. No, this actually this the video actually came out after the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think '83. Yeah, but because um, this this album. A lot of people don't know this because I didn't know it, but this album ran for years. Yes. This this album essentially ran until ran its course until the next album came out. That's why he didn't have to make a song until '87. Yeah, yeah Thriller came. Thriller, Thriller released in 1984 as a single. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. A year before his next album. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, my math is way off. Sorry. Yeah, OD. three years. Three, three years. Three. But, but it's two years after the album came out. Yes. Like no yes. one does that. Yeah, 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 yeah. At all. Most people are you typically on their next album by that time. Mm-hmm. But yes, you're you're 100 right about that though. Like this is one of the most important music videos in m- music history, mm-hmm. and the album is just oh, it's amazing. I love this album. Oh, um, speaking of, me- but you know what my favorite music video off of it is? Beat it. I fucking beat love it's it. very good too. I love beat it, man. Beat it is just me. That was and that was my favorite Michael Jackson song for a very 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 long time. Like as a child growing up, this was my favorite track. That, that like. You asked me another, like a week ago, I might have said beat it. Yeah. Just cause. Um, oh, that's great. Another, another, another great thing about this album. Hey. How do you, how do you define, how do you define this album? What do you mean? I feel like you can't. Like this, this album doesn't fit within one genre. Because beat it's a rock song. It is. Um, baby be mine. It's just hits. Yeah, baby, baby be mine is is essentially still like a leftover disco song. Right. Um, fucking human nature is is just like soft pop. Uh, you have PYT is R and B. You know what I mean. Girls' so, mind is is a ballad. Yeah, like it's just I don't know, and it's just a hit. But see, that's why I feel like I feel like uh, the whole term pop music essentially had to start with Michael Jackson mm-hmm. because before him you had music, you had uh, places that you can place music in the Beatles, rock, Aerosmith. Well, Aerosmith was after, but uh, um, Pink Floyd. Rock, uh, um, Marvin Gaye, Soul. Mm-hmm. Like, Michael Jackson was giving you all that shit, so you're like, uh, this is a, uh... Can't put it anywhere. How do, and they're probably saying that they're like, how the fuck do we even, where do we put this shit? Mm-hmm. Yo, all this shit's popping. Pop. Pop. Hey! Everything's popping. Yeah, it was just like, yo, this shit's popping. Pop. So there popping came out in the 80s. Exactly. Copy. Uh, which McCall invented it? Who? Ron Ray. <laughs> <laughs> when his time is a, as, as, a, as an actor. As an actor, yeah. got you. But no, this this album is great. Um, I don't even know how we can answer this question. What could you have done without? That's foul. He didn't. Steal oh, gee, I'm sorry, bro. His personal connection. Go ahead, sir. What's your personal connection to the album? Now, my personal connection, like you guys said, it's the Thriller video. Honestly, I uh, growing up, I hated musicals, but like really seeing this one the way he was choreographed, it was just like, oh, he's dancing. He's I don't want to watch it, but the more the story behind it, when the zombies came on, it was just like, oh, damn, this shit is fire. Mm-hmm. Even more than that, Michael Jackson's jacket game in that video was I do want that jacket, low-key. Varsity jacket if you guys and a red me, leather jacket. If you guys want to get me a birthday gift. No. 
What do you mean? No, just no. I can give you a gift, but not that Michael. I want the. I want the. No, no, no. Thriller jacket. No, I gotta take out a, a second mortgage and another loan. No, not the thr- not no, his no, thriller jacket he, he anymore. You wanna? wanna um, no, nah, when I get gifts, they authentic. Fuck out of here. I should get me a real gift. The, the real jacket then. Nah, when we make it big, we got you. Copy. I want that jacket though. Okay. But yeah, you feel me? The the varsity one and the red leather one. Oh, Jackie, the varsity one. The varsity one, one was yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the red leather, the, the varsity one was fucking sick. Yeah, you know I mean, Yo, Michael Holla at me. I love, um, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but um, in um, Beverly Hills Cop, when he first goes to California, he's walking down Hollywood Boulevard, he sees the, t- he sees the two dudes, and one of them's wearing the Thriller jacket, and the other one's wearing the Beat It jacket, and mm-hmm. they're walking side by side, and he just can't help but laugh, because <laughs> it's just like, yo, this shit's really going on. <laughs> and then he ends up fucking uh, hanging out with him at the award show a couple years later. Right. What what is the track you could have done without? But the answer is very easy. Um, baby, be mine. What? Yeah. All right, I, th- that wasn't the right answer. Gee, what, what what do you got over there? The answer is none. There's nothing you could have done without. Every out, every I, song in this track is fine. If I have to, if I have to choose, I have to say, baby, be mine. If, if I, don't, I, don't, if I, don't, I don't, I'm not gonna choose. And, I, and I'm saying, and I'm saying that because um, it's just the only one that wasn't a single. I think. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. Nah, that's not, not true. Oh, sorry. Lady in My Life wasn't a single either. All right, then. So take back what you said. Yeah, I was no, going to say Lady, Lady in My Life. Lady, no, but Lady in My Life is better. It is a good song. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, you can't. Baby in My Life is my favorite song on the album. You that's, can't say that. Bro, that's, that's you. That's why I said it. So you said Baby in My Life too? No, nah, I'm just saying it out of spite. Oh, just to be petty. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go with you, Ralphie. Honestly, this, this I feel like this is, you know... I'm gonna say I hate saying it. But this is a perfect album, you know. Nice package, like I can't I said, take it it's only forty me. minutes long. You know, mm-hmm. you can't even take away from it. You know, well, piece. you said if you had to, like, I didn't say that. You just wanted to do it. What You're a jerk? You you brought up the fucking thing. But I mean, he has it right. It it it, it, is, it is on the. Page. The answer's none. That was the, that was the proper answer. None. Baby, baby, you mind? I'm sticking with it. I'm gonna go with Kai. He's he's a knowledgeable person. Want to be starting something? It's a six-minute-long song. Damn, that's fire. That song is fire. That, that's a great song. Want to be starting something? Fire. All right, Mike, you got it. Mike, you're starting to win me over. This you're starting to win me over. I feel like this is also the album that made Quincy Jones insane. Nah, come on now. Yes. Don't talk about my man Quincy you, like you, that. You mean insane? What do you mean by insane? Because obviously he's out of his fucking mind now. What are you talking well, about? He's old and senile now. Yeah, because he he used up all his brain power making these shits. Wow. <laughs> he used the. <up> <laughs> He, wow. <laughs> he killed all his brain cells Man. making two classics. So, low low key, I think Quincy right though. What do you mean? What do you mean? I believe everything Quincy said. Oh no no no! I, I don't believe everything. Not everything, but you know he has he has some you know some some Plymouth Rock. You know, he, some, he, he said he some saying. unflattering things about Marlon Brando. So I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, wait wait wait! That that's one about the Italian dancer coach. No, uh, Marlon Brando's the actor. Yeah. But yeah, he said there was a group of actors that had this Italian dance. Oh yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in that group, right? Cause he's talking about him and then um, uh, what's his name? Um, James what? Dean? No, the other black comedian. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Oh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yes, yes, yes. He said something about Richard Pryor. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we're not gonna we're gonna discuss that. Hollywood anyway. is a Hollywood is a crazy place, boy. Hollywood is a crazy. But place. you know what? Quincy did say Michael was selfish, though. All he did was want to win. I ain't mad at him, though. After is that put selfish, out Thriller though, or determined? I'm no, no, no. But the way he was going about it, though, mm-hmm. like the way I, I guess, like some people were getting paid for stuff and whatnot, and it was like, damn, mm-hmm. it was more like that. You feel me? 
He stepped on some toes. You don't give a damn. Well, well, Michael Jackson. Well, see, with that, that's always open up. That's always open to. That's just, that's so subjective. You know what I mean? When like whenever you hear stories about, oh, this person did me wrong. It's like, did you wrong? How did I do you wrong? Because I didn't do what you wanted to do. Like I'm over here trying. Like especially when you're talking about business, and you're talking about money, you're talking about what people feel like they should be getting paid compared to what they do get paid and what they agree to, and things like that. So you, so you know. I could imagine someone going up and being like, oh, you know, Michael Jackson did me dirty. People say that about Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, So to hear those stories, it doesn't really do much for me because somewhere walking this earth is somebody that, is somebody that thinks that you did them wrong at some point. No, you're right. And you, are, and you, you live your life like the fucking De- Dalai Lama. And it's probably someone else like, yo, Ralphie violated. I do live my life as a Dalai Lama. But at the, because at the end of the day... Um, if Michael Jackson didn't make the certain decisions that he did, would he would he be at the pinnacle that he that he's at now? Michael's just a perfectionist. So yeah. Sometimes that'll that can be off putting to people. Yeah. Especially a guy like Quincy who probably was never told no because they fought a lot on this album. Mm. Like Quincy didn't like Billy Jean. Mm. He yeah. he, mm-hmm. he thought the intro was too long. Mm-hmm. Like the the doom. Ch- yeah. Doom. Well, and, and because Quincy, he's a classical composer, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He sticks with the, between the realms of music, and he's somebody that really studies notes. So right. I definitely see where he's coming from. But Michael Jackson, he breaks doors, you know. Michael just needed that mentor to keep him, you know, a little bit. But he, you know, he did what his thing. Yeah? It's the well, most selling album in the world, right? It comes that word again, you know, creative differences. When you get two creatives in a room, man, that should—it's a beautiful combination, but it's also it's very dangerous, blow. especially two guys with like. Power. I don't want to say powerful personalities because I don't know that I would describe Michael, but they're both perfectionists, mm-hmm. and they both clearly had two different visions on the album. Yeah, in a in a col- in a in a in a collaborative a collaborative vision is very rare. Like this is one of the rare times it happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for two people to have you know two visionaries to get into a room, to get into a room together. It's tough. You know what I mean? It's the reason why you don't see like a lot of like. Directors work together. Okay, so, so Quincy said that um, Michael stole songs. <laughs> he said Michael stole. Um, I guess the reason why he didn't like Billie Jean's because he's trying to say Michael stole it from um, Donna Summer from her. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard, 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 heard that before. But you know what? Hot take: Every artist. Everybody still steals songs. It's, 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 it's you, music. You, you, if you if you're talking about you're not physically walking in and creating it from scratch. You you hear you walk in a studio you hear something you hear it being used wrong, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like uh-huh. oh, or would that would that Donna, Donna Summers Billie Jean worked out as well as this? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I, I know so. I don't think so. I'm just being annoying. No, it wouldn't have. But you know what I mean? Um, nah, big facts. So. I, I, yeah, I think I think a lot of that stems down to you just perspective because you know at the end they. Maybe they still had hangups. You know, there was shit that he felt, and that and that goes into the doing you wrong thing. I could think because I didn't get my way in a in a in an argument that you did me wrong. You know what I mean? Right. So when it's all said and done, now I'm Absolutely. and I, and remember, uh, last man, uh, the man who lives to tell the tale writes history. So that's true. He's alive. Uh, Quincy's still alive. Michael's unfortunately passed. He can say whatever he wants, and there's no one to combat him. There was a lot of time spent in those rooms when it was just done. That's My man Quincy's old. Have you seen his uh his documentary? I still haven't seen it. Oh, you're wild. What's no, it on? You gotta watch it. What's it's on Netflix? Netflix? Oh, it's on Netflix. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, right. you know, you know, my problem is like it's never on the top shit. So like, I always like forget it. Like if mm-hmm. it were to pop up first, I would watch it. 
It, it popped up first for a little bit when it first came out. Anime. I think I see. I think I missed it at that time too. Okay, so it's very good. Though. No, I've heard. I've heard. I, I want to watch it. It's very um, good. The question, like, sure. Like, honestly, I feel like it always comes down with the most impactful people. You know. Do you feel that like Michael? I've, honestly, this might be bugged out, but I feel like. Oh, sorry. This might be bugged out, but I feel like. It's weird. To, it's honestly weird to say. I'm keeping a bug, but Michael, like Michael passing, like it, it kind of probably didn't phase me more because, like, you didn't even know, you know, even if Michael passes, like he lives forever. You feel me? He's immortalized. Exactly, and that, that's how I kind of look at it, and like that, that's how I, I admire that because when I die, like I don't, I just don't want four generations remembering me. Like, I need the whole world to remember me. You feel me? Michael did his thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy is like, I feel like the people that do have the, the most impression on the earth don't really last as long as other people. You know what I mean? It's well, crazy how, how the world works. Well, 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 you can't. You know what I mean? Like, there's way too much there's way too much pressure around all, like, it sounds like really sad to say, but you know, I, now in hindsight, like, I couldn't have seen Michael, you know, living to old age grow old you feel me yeah it was he was a man and, and it's the same it's the same thing about it was the same thing about prince you know like these are men that because of their fame and their superstardom had to like shelve them like shield themselves from the entire world you know what i mean how do you how long can you how long can you really live like that you know what i mean as someone that does want to go out and that does want to ex- it's not like these people are like reclusive mm-hmm. um introverts these are people that are, were performers. Like, they're used to being in front of large crowds. Right, right. So for you to do that, which means you like, you enjoy being, you probably enjoy being around people. You want to enjoy life as much as the, the next dude. Mm-hmm. So for you to get out there and, like, realize that you can't live that life and that you have to be inside. That you have to, like, you can't even go to the fucking grocery store. You can't get a, you can't get a car in the organic milk. Like, so that's a, that's a pain in itself. Like, mm-hmm. not to get dark, but, like. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna like you're gonna medicate, you're gonna you know indulge in behaviors that are gonna shorten your lifespan. Especially no one's gonna tell you no. Yeah, that's Michael. It's me. It's my money. I made it. That's true. Nobody gonna be like, oh well, I think no, you paying somebody fucking yeah. Somebody's living. Get the next guy. Had a whole ranch and just wrote everything there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Uh, Thriller's definitely in my my top ten top ten albums on on given days. It's in my top five. Okay. It's in my top three. I just I just have a long list of albums. That's what it is. I only got Kanye and uh, we know we know <laughs> yeah, we know we know. Uh, last but not least, 1987's Bad. <laughs> this was a huge album. Who's bad? Like Kai said, this uh, album sold two million in the first week. Two million in the first week. Which uh, I know we live in this new new era of like fucked up streaming and mm-hmm. and, and totally. I cannot even tell you. How many albums? How crazy it is to sell two million albums in a week? That's an physical insane to just double platinum. Physical to, a week to sell to sell a million albums in a week mm-hmm. is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, let me let's put something out on the table. Selling going platinum. I know it sounds like it's something that every artist does. Going platinum is fucking hard. Yeah, getting a million people to walk into a store and buy a, a ten dollar CD at any point in time was very difficult. Mm-hmm. If you you were considered a big deal if you went gold, so for you to go two million in Double one platinum. week is yeah. incomprehensible. Like just so people know that that means like there was a line stretched down the mall mm-hmm. just to get into Tower Records. That's fucking nuts. And to to, to backtrack, Thriller went what triple diamond? Yes, 
And for those that don't know, diamond is when you go sell ten million out. That's so he insane sold, amount of numbers. So he sold thirty million ounces. Sheesh. Yeah. But bad. Yes. Um. 1987 still made uh sold a lot of records. Well, let's, let's get the numbers here. Now that we're here. Get the numbers, boy. Get the stats. Y'all here wilding out. How much? Bad is. It went diamond. Yes, a certified diamond. diamond. Yeah, I think it's just diamond. I don't think no it went meal. more than that. Mm. And it's probably and it's probably a lot more now that you have streaming and mm-hmm. that calculates as most definitely and crazy shit. But that's cheating. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Uh, can we talk about how the bad tour grossed one hundred and twenty five million? That bad tour is probably his best tour, which in twenty nineteen money is two hundred and fifty four million dollars. That's my favorite. Like I watch his tours every once in a while on, uh, on oh, YouTube. I thought you was there. I wish I was there. Right. But that's probably my favorite tour. His Dangerous Tour is pretty good, too, and the Victory right. Tour is good, but Bad is amazing. Because right. mm. he never did a tour for Thriller. Wow. I he never know. went on tour. He he did the, um, there was a, I, I want to say Victory. Then mm. he went on tour with the Jackson 5, and mm. that's where he performed some of the Thriller songs, but he never had an official Thriller tour. Right. Mm. So Bad was the one where he combined both, and that's why that, that one's legit, shit. bro. Right. And he's still, like, young enough where he can, like, do his most? Yeah, everything. Mm. Okay. Oh, uh, also, I know we said it's Diamond. This album also sold 35 million copies worldwide. Which is fucking nuts. Bad? Yeah. The Gets. So then what, what did Thriller ended up with? I think Thriller... No, Thriller had to be more than that then. Um, let's go, let's go back. Uh, Thriller... Thriller! I can't find it right now. Just because I'm looking at a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Well, that's incredible though. Yeah. Awesome. It, but let's just let's get it, let's dive right into it. Favorite track off the album, G. We'll start with you, bro. Um, my favorite track off this album, this. Whoa, 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 time out, time out, time out. Nah, let him go. I said G, I, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, damn, Kai. My fault. I'm reading. I'm reading and like talking at the same time. Where you want to? You, you just want to? Out. <laughs> sorry, G. Go ahead. All right, so Kai, since you're so uh, no, 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 you energetic about it. You yeah, go ahead. You care about Mike more than me. No, nah, it's all good. What's your favorite track, G? Uh, Kai. All right. Like I said, this goes. Like every day is a new one. Mm-hmm. I really like Liberian Girl. Okay. So right now I'm gonna say Liberian Girl, Liberian Girl, mm-hmm. and I I love that's one of my favorite music videos. I was gonna say I, I love, love that music video. I love that fucking music. There's video. so many stars. There's in there. so many. To me, that song caps up the eight. Like what the like if, if somebody like like one day when my kid comes up to me and he doesn't understand the concept that I'm not as old as he thinks I am, mm-hmm. and he goes, Dad, what were the '80s like? I'm just going to sit him down and put, put that video on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that will sum it up. Like, you get everything. There's a lot of stars in that thing. Is Seinfeld in that? Or am I playing? I think Jerry Seinfeld is, is in it. it? Yeah. Oh, oh I definitely got to look at that video. John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Danny Glover, Steven Spielberg is in it. Yes. Um, Bubbles. Bubbles. Don't forget My man Bubbles. Bubbles. Um, what's it? Paul Abdul. This, yes. this, this is a stupid amount of... Did, of celebrities did, in it. Did Steven Spielberg direct it? I don't know. He probably if he was That'd there. be fucking dope if he did. It'd be easy direct, easy e- easy check that he made. Yeah. Cha-ching. Yeah, I was I was looking for a, li- a Liberian girl for a long time. Yeah, I used to think it was called li- Liberian like, Girl. Like, like, librarian Girl. Uh, so like, why is he calling out Liberian Girl? A cu- cu- couple of other names that are in this. Um, Lou Ferrigno, mm, uh, Su- Suzanne Summers, Will Al Yakovich, Blair Underwood, Janet Jackson, Debbie Gibson, uh, Corey Feldman. Mm. Uh, um, oh, Dan Aykroyd. Yes, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, who else? Who else? God damn, there's so many fucking people. Um, yeah. 
Just too many. Just stupid about it. Yeah, 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 just too many. <laughs> um, Elaine's parents. Where? Uh, Richard and Emily Dreyfus. From, oh, okay. From, uh, from Seinfeld. Wow. You're not going to believe who's in this. Amy Farrow Fowler from the uh, Big Bang Theory. She's in really? this. Yes. She, she must, I got I to gotta rewatch this she must have, She must have been a little girl at the time. Wow. Wow. But yeah. Great. No, it's a it's a good it's a good song. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, go ahead, G. I'm sorry for Kai really cut you off. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good, bro. I'm, um, sitting, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. My fault. I'm looking at the video right now, so it's not even like like it's like they're prepping for a video. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's cool. And the mic comes out at the end. Yeah. All right, guys, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. That was fire. I don't know. How do you get everyone's schedules to work out like that? It's Mike. It's Michael Jackson. He scheduled better work, that's, boy. That's a, that's a testament to how big he was back you, then. You know, that's what it is. Um, I'm going to go with Smooth Criminal. Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you joking? When, when, when I first heard, heard that, like, <laughs> you know, Molly. Nah, the one thing I had to say, Michael Jackson never had the greatest enunciation of his words. No, nah, never, never. Oh, I was, never. I was at a because there's certain words where you're like, what, what the fuck did he just say? Oh, I was at a. But din- that's music. That's the young thugging. I was at a dinner. T- no, it's the, that's the Michael. No, no, no. I said it right. No, you didn't. Um, but I was sitting at a dinner table one night with like my parents and like my my aunts and uncles, and none of them knew the lyric, knew what Michael Jackson was saying. Everyone thinks it's a different thing. Everyone, I didn't know. I didn't know what he was saying until I read it. Mm-hmm. That's a big fact. Everyone was like, "Any of your choking?" Just like. <laughs> My one had to stop them. They was like, yo, you do know Michael Jackson's lyrics like are in the album like booklet. Yes. They're like, what? Like, you guys never open up the book? No, no, we just don't have to know. I'm like, <laughs> wow. But yeah, that, yes, that's another great song. Not, wait, 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 wait. So what's happening in the song? Like somebody robbed Annie or something? No, the, the song actually, the video actually has nothing to do with nothing this. Nothing at all. Well, I'm talking about more of the song. Like The, the song itself? Song. Um, I couldn't even do personally. That. I think it's um, I think it's I think he's um trying to comfort a woman who was uh, treated wrong by a guy. Okay. I think I think like her boyfriend like treat like you've been hit by a smooth criminal. Like I have to re-listen to he it. He was a, I think I think he's going and like basically comforting a woman after she was basically probably manipulated into you know she thought she had found the one. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, you just got hit by a smooth criminal. Annie, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, Annie, you are you okay? That, that's why he's that's why Ooh. he's like, Annie, are you okay? That's a great song. Yeah, oh no, because I take that back. Because he's talking about blood stains on the coffee. That's what I'm saying. I yeah, thought it was yeah, like yeah. a real. Murder I, I have scene. to listen to he it. He came back. into your apartment with the blood stains on the carpet. Yeah, so he's talking about. That's a that's another that's another great video. I um, haven't seen that video. I have to oh check my it god! Out. Uh, no, I'm not even like like come on now like like this episode has opened me up to Michael Jackson. Like honestly, growing up, bro. Like what? My dad is from Nigeria, and like my mom, my mom doesn't really care. My mom loves house music, mm-hmm. so it's just like, and my, my dad loves Marvin Gaye. Like he loves jazz. We we listen to Bill Salute Evans. Salute the Vandross. Maybe no, we no, 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 no. I'm talking Bill Evans. I'm talking Billy Holiday. I'm talking like real classic stuff. You didn't get my. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get you, but I don't really care about it. But um, <laughs> but but for I just. Like my, is savage today. My, my my grandmother was a big Michael Jackson fan, but like growing up, me personally, I was like nobody was just like, yo, here, this is Michael, put this in your face, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just what what it was. I I love that part in the video with all the lights go out and then like everyone's like moaning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like ah, It is moaning, yeah. And they're just like, Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? And, and then they bring it to this uh, and a and dance it to the, Yeah, that it's pretty fine. Check this out, y'all giddy. Actually, uh, y'all it's a, it's giddy. a it's and a it, he gives us the anti gravity lean. 
Yes. Do you know how it's done, sir? You know, you, off you top of your head. Um, no, I have I done it before? No, I don't have. Back I was gonna, go I was gonna say with rope, with string. No. So there's, uh, there's a screw on. So his, he has a, a specially made shoe. Mm-hmm. In the shoe, there's an indent on the heel. So what he'll do, there's a, a screw that's lifted in place. Also, oh, he'll latch on. He'll latch on his, his screw onto the shoe, both of them, and then lean forward. Mm. The shoes are specially made. They're not low tops. They're actually they stop right here. So it, it support. It, they stop by his calf. So it supports his body as he's leaning forward. Okay. Mm. okay. Something every day, guys. You guys are very welcome. Okay. I just dropped some mic drop on you guys. So you was cheating, basically. Well, thank you for that. I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. No, so I basically cheated. Oh, did he cheat? Well, obviously he's not naturally doing an anti-gravity lean. Did you like uh, Moonwalker? The whole. Yo, I was gonna get into that, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn. Sorry. Did, did Did you like Moonwalker? Yo, Kai just been. Yo, Kai been just. Yeah, if you look at the outline, he did some been, did some homework. It's getting there. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is in there, right? No, All right then. Where? Look at the bottom. Oh. Yeah. That don't count, you motherfucker. What do you mean it don't count? <laughs> Yo, he gonna put, put it. Gonna put in another segment. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I can. That's why. You bitch. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, my favorite track on this album is and like same thing for Thriller. It changes all the time, but for right now, it's the way you make me feel. This song is amazing to me. The beat is crazy. Hold on. Play that. Yeah. Do that. Hey. Oh, man. Rough is showing out tonight. The music video is awesome. I do like the video. It's iconic. I want a shirt just like that. I wouldn't tie it around my my, my stomach like he did. I don't know if that would work anymore. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to get to something before you before you have the chance to bring it up. So go ahead. What um, I love the which I love the slow down version of this song. The one that he performs in concert. Oh, the Grammys. Yes. Yes. I love that version. That that version is very good. Um, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. No, that's fine. It's like the the barbershop quartet version. Yeah. No, but the music video is good. Um. The girl that he follows in that music video is beautiful. I don't know her name. I have to watch it again. I can't remember. I can't remember her face. Well, he, he follows. Do you know the, the video I'm talking about though? Yeah. He yeah. follows the girl around mm-hmm. like the, the alleyway. Yeah. The old man saying, "Don't do it." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like dancing around the car, and then he'd be like, "Hey!" And she turns around and just stops. For the record, Mike, that was yes, that was stalking. That, that was, was absolutely stalking. That was probably... considered stalking. <laughs> Everyone that watched that. That's Price. a glorified cat call. Yeah. <laughs> he is, oh, he inspired a couple stalkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a couple dudes locked up in a prison. I was just like, the oh. way I, you make me feel. Yeah, just the way you make me feel. Sir, you didn't have to pull out your penis. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But on a... <laughs> um, But Mike, nah, Mike didn't do that. <laughs> what the fuck you on? Mike did not do that. Mike did not do that. Honorable mention, though, for me, uh, Men in the Mirror. Uh, this is... The first song I ever... Alright, so back in the day, I had a PSP. Mm-hmm. And you were allowed to put... Not allowed. You were able to put music on it. So the first song I ever put on my PSP was Man in the Mirror. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my favorite songs growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. The first one. song I put in nah, my PSP, I had the Daft Punk album. That was the first thing I put on it. Nice. Discovery. Big facts. But nah, this is my first um, song that I ever like really like uploaded onto like either MP3 player or thing. I used to play this song all the time. Right. Man in the Mirror is such a good song. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, I like their answers too. Bad is great. I just want to point that out. Vito's directed by Martin Scorsese. It is. Yeah, yes. I know you appreciate that. Also, my favorite director. Wesley Snipes is in the is in the. the he music introduced video. us to Wesley Snipes. Yes, sir. You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. Oh God. I, <laughs> go ahead. Go I ahead. love. I love. I love Mike. 
I love great greatest artists of our time, but mm-hmm. fuck was that bad acting? That was bad acting. I said let go of me. Let go of me. Mar- Marty should have been like, cut, 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 cut. Mike, what are you doing, baby? You can't say cut to Mike. Keep rolling. He told him to keep rolling. That's what it was. That's a fact. He's paying the, the, the paycheck. Yeah, exactly. Marty's just there to be like, all right, I guess we'll just put the screen to film. Marty was at Calf Services when that it was at Craft Services when that fucking scene was filmed. He was not. He was not beyond the camera. <laughs> oh, we're done rolling. <laughs> he, he got back. He was in the editing bay. He's like, when the fuck did we shoot that? Dude, that was stupid. Oh shit! That's a, I think he just wanted the, the name Martin Scorsese on it. Yeah. To be honest with you, that'd be dope if Steven Spielberg directed Librarian Girl and he got Martin Scorsese to direct. Yeah. Bad. I, unfortunately, I looked it up. He didn't. It was, oh come on! It was it was directed by. God a, damn it, Steve. By Jim Ukrich, Ukrich, something like that. You're busy. Fucking recording what? The Last Crusade. Probably. That's about right. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. <laughs> you you mad at him? Nah, not really. I yeah. like that movie. Um, alright, so personal connection to the album. Um this was the album that I got on pretty 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 much later in life. I was on a I was riding the riding the thriller train for a long time. Mm-hmm. So but then I realized like how much how many of my favorite songs are on this album. So like once I figured that I was like, Oh shit, like, mm-hmm. what? And like you go from bad and the way you make me feel and then Jumped Liberian Girl and then another part of it and it's like oh shit like uh, one thing I do remember is how many music videos there were a shit ton I felt like there was a music video for almost every single song mm-hmm. to it and I was like god damn like when is he gonna stop making music videos <laughs> and he just like kept fucking going but like personal connection it goes back to that history DVD that I had because like I said I used to watch that shit religiously mm-hmm. um, and it had all the videos um, the only video that I don't remember being on there was bad um, the way you make me feel was on it. Liberian girl was on it. I'm sure bad is on it. Um, I'm pretty sure bad is on it. Uh, you know what MTV used to play a lot? Dirty Diana. They used to play that music video. Anytime they were doing like their 80, 80 segment, mm-hmm. that shit would be on there. Dirty Diana. Still think she's talking about. Uh, still think he's talking about Princess Diana. That's just my personal theory. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. And then, like I Could said, this the smooth criminal just leading into you know watching Moonwalker for the first time and being like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's mine. Can you not cut into my later segment, please? I'm sorry. God. Should have made it. G, go ahead, sir. I mean, yo, <laughs> I'm talking about this movie with my friends on the stoop. It's memories. I like it. Very memories. good. Uh, my personal connection to the album, Um, I will get into it later when I'm referring to Moonwalker, because Moonwalker had a lot to do with this, um, this album. But it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a personal connection. I just love the album. I don't know if that's like a personal connection. Mm. Yeah. I just personally love the album. Um, what track could we have done without? I will start this one because I think we all have the same answer. I'm pretty sure we do. It's the only song that's not uh, a single. Yeah. For uh, I think for a specific reason. It's, uh, oh wow, I forget the name now. Just it, Good Friends. Yes, Just Good Friends, which is a tragedy because Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, you would think is... A match uh, which be, yeah, which would be perfect, but no, it's the weakest song in the album. Yeah, um, yeah, I I agree with you. Um, and not that it's a bad song. It's, it's not, not a bad song at all. But it's not great on the album. Yeah, it it doesn't fit. Like I said, I think, and it would this would have probably been a perfect album had it not been for this song. You would have had the ten tracks. Mm-hmm. It uh, would have been briefer by four minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also. You gonna give me Stevie and Mike on a track? It's like gotta it's gotta be. 
fire. Yeah, it's gotta be flame. You know what I mean? I it's one of the reasons why you know I and this is another theory of mine. I feel like Prince, like I feel like Prince and Mike had to be in in a studio at some time at one point. Well, they were no, they weren't, but they were going to record bad together. Mm. But then Prince just didn't fuck with Michael. Yeah, and to be honest with you, just the, the stars didn't align. Yeah, you know what I mean so, and unfortunately, like maybe 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 Stevie and Mike's stars didn't align when it came to being on the same because I because Stevie did produce uh, Mike mm-hmm. on on Thriller, so I mean I guess the, the stars didn't align for them. But yeah, I was. It, it's not a bad song. It's just a letdown. It's a huge letdown. It's a letdown. G. Oh uh, man, I haven't listened to enough to tell you. We'll just say your answer is just good friend. I'm not doing that. You're not talking for me. <laughs> I'm not giving you an answer. I'm indecisive. Now, I, honestly, I haven't listened to this album fully, fully through, so I can't even tell you, man. No. And last but not least, what's the favorite album out of the three? This is a hard-ass question. Uh, yeah, it's a really hard question. But I'm going to have to... Damn, this is another, like... I'm, I'm going to go with Red Jacket Thriller. This, this, but that's the only one I've really listened to mm-hmm. fully through. So it's that's a classic album. You, there's, I don't, there's not a wrong answer. I I think unanimously it's between Thriller and, and Mad. Mad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm gonna say bad today. If you ask me tomorrow, I'm probably gonna say good. I'm just gonna say bad today because I do think it does encapsulate everything. Cause I don't know. I just like the '80s a lot. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born in the '80s, but something about it just always. I wish I was. Yeah, I wish I wish I was an '80s baby. Like I wish I was born in like '82. Um, but like I think bad sums up everything that was great about the '80s. Like all the music on it is just like quintessential '80s music. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you had um. Thriller, Thriller was in the beginning of the 80s, so you still had, like, resi- leftover residuals of the 70s in it. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely hear it. And not that I don't love 70s music, um, but just, like, it, Bad does sound like the quintessential 80s album. Mm-hmm. And, I lo- and, like, just as someone, I love music that is very cohesive, it fits within a theme, and it's just, it feels very, very, like, very complete, and you can, like, put a stamp on it. Yeah. Whereas I feel like that's much what bad is compared to Thriller where Thriller like we said Thriller is just like a, a box of just all different types of genres and, and that's what makes it one the greatest album of all time mm-hmm. but like right for now today like I would say bad just cause like I can just like throw bad on and be like alright I'm listening to some great 80s music boom I agree with you actually um, I'm gonna go to bad myself mm-hmm. um, because I, I've, I've I've caught myself listening to that album more lately within the past year or so right more so than Thriller because I used to listen to the shit out of Thriller yeah, yeah, back yeah. in high school. So yeah. then lately it's been like bad and even off the wall. But for, for today, mm-hmm. I'm going with bad. Well, you know what I think why? I think Thriller is the, the most accessible album to listen to. I think you can play Thriller for anyone, mm-hmm. no matter where they, where you are. I think you can play Thriller in Africa and they'll like, to like, and they'll fuck with it. Right. Or to like, just play it in like another country of someone that's never even heard of Michael Jackson. Why couldn't you just say Argentina? Because I want to talk about Africa. Nah, right, cool. Um, to someone, and then just like they'll immediately fuck with it. I feel like you can't do that with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like bad might be an acquired taste for some. Because believe it or not, this people and I've met them like they don't like Michael Jackson's music, and I'm like, how is that possible? I don't know. See, 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 see. I never said I didn't like him. No, I know. I, I know. know. I'm not. I'm not saying you did, but I've met people who legit don't like Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Then they have no rhythm in their body. But I feel like if you, I feel like if. For someone to say that, I could find a song off Thriller and play it for him. And like, 
a kid that doesn't like Michael Jackson because he likes rock music, I'll just play you, or like that likes Aerosmith, I'll play you bad. I mean, I'll play you beat it. If you tell me you don't like it at that point, then you just like, you just hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, yeah, that, that's, that's the way I see it. I agree with you. With that being said, great job, guys. Dope, dope, dope. All right, G. I know he's waiting for this segment, sir. He's waiting. You look like you're uh, wait, patiently waiting over there. So, G, without any further ado, put us on. All right, everybody. What's up, boys and girls? Um, I'm about to put y'all on to one of my... I love this album, man. Like, I don't like White on Rice, man. I don't know. Love it so much. It's called Merge 316, the ninth edition. Um, one of my top five, Merge, definitely. Real great storyteller. Man, he has the gift of gab. I'm telling you, it's really crazy. Um, it's called Merch 316. It's his birthday, March 16th, the ninth edition, because I'm hitting you over the head with another Knife Wonder production. Um, album came out 2004. Tense tracks, easy listen. I was listening to it at work today, preparing for the um, podcast, and I was just like, yo, damn. This is an album, man. He goes through so many stories and, and random shit from bars to how, you know, we deal with women and things like that. So I'm just break it down through to the first track. First track, intro, straight bars. First thing he says is shut your fat mouth and just listen. This bars, man. He even got this little bar on here. I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming to win. Y'all nothing to lose. I'm like what? Mm-hmm. I'm coming to win and y'all I've, nothing I've, to lose. I've heard that. Alright, whatever though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a dope line. Really. Nah, but um, I mean, off of that, he has another um, he has another another song. Next song is called "Bad Man." This is basically about you know how women say they want a bad guy, but when they really get it, then they realize that's what they don't want. You know, it's it's really crazy. Next three sixteen is just another heavy heavy headed bar um song about what. Minute thirty seconds long, but man, my man Murray's gets busy, 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 busy. Next song, the pain. Um, I really like this song. This song really shows you the feeling. You know that feeling you got when you was in high school and you always wondered why all the degenerates got the girls. You feel me? All the degenerates. All the degenerates. Like, like why the girls never come to the to, to the good guys? You never, you ever had that epiphany? You tell me time like before. Yeah, time to time. I think we all. I think we all have had that. I think. I think everybody can relate to that. He got one one great quote in there where he says. They say good girls love bad guys, and that might be. But a good girl with a good guy, that's unlikely. Mm. You feel mm. me? Every bitch needs a dog, so that's why you want them. Bars. Bars, you feel me? Um, he goes into a scenario. Next song goes into a scenario where he's in a 7-Eleven. His mans comes and robs the 7-Eleven. He tries to dip into his car. His mans is stupid enough to take off his mask and say, Hey, Merz, it's me, Trevor. You know, you know how, you know how dudes from the hood is about. And... End of the story. He leaves his cash right on the seat. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. He even goes to another song with Freak Details. Is now it's about the girl that gave him his first piece of you know, piece of cheeks, and now he's a new man. <laughs> piece of cheeks. Real new man. Um, this this song, I fucks with this song. I tell you, and I'm gonna tell you why I fucks with this song. Heavy is because when I got my first piece of cheeks, it felt just like this song. It, it just it was just like once you get it, yo, you, you can't go back. That's a fucking clown, bro. bro. Hey, I'm gonna play a little clip for you real quick. Hmm. 
something real quick, but honestly, it's, like it's, yeah, you know, it's it's an L.A. album, it's man. It's supposed to be nice, smooth, and hazy. It's smooth. That's how the whole album is, man. He goes into um another song where you can hustle. You know how everybody, when you think of L.A., what you think about? Drug dealing, right? But, that's not what I think about. I mean, but when you think about it, like, in the 80s and the 90s, uh-huh. that's what you really think about drug dealing. But in this time, he's saying that with his come up, how he paid for studio time, my man would collect cans, you feel me? You know how you used to, you know how, remember we used to go to Pathmark, you used to put the quarter inside the um the shopping cart to get it? Mm-hmm. My mans would. I remember that. Yeah, wow. yeah, before ladies would put their shopping carts back, yes, yes, my yes. mans would ask him, yo, let me do it for you. Do the little magic trick where you get the quarter back, mm-hmm. pocket the quarter, you feel me? Out here hustling. I ain't mad at him. Hey, I ain't trying to go to jail, so I ain't mad at him either. But my favorite song on this album is Walk Like a Man. Um, this is like the Boys in Hood. This is definitely the Boys in Hood track of the song. I mean, of the album. Um, it's basically, you know, Merz comes into a point where it's a regular L.A. day and something happens to his mans and now he has to, you know, either retaliate or just suck it up. And um, I'm telling you, yo, it's... I, I want every... I'm going to play a little clip, but yo, I feel like this song right here, if you never heard it... Yo, you gotta hear it. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's heartbroken. It was a trap, but I couldn't roll out. Cause the strip was so packed. Now I'm looking at this nigga in this hat. Start talking that shit like we was on some shit. My nigga used to bang. But we ain't on no thug shit. Tried to dismantle it. You know Los Angeles. This nigga kept talking, so my boy had to handle it. He jumped out the lack, snatched the dude out his hat. I put it in park, jumped out to get his back. But as I did that, I heard two shots. I turned to my right and I see my dude drop. Time stop. Couldn't believe what I seen was struck by reality when the two girls screamed. I saw his killer stand up. He put the gun in his jeans. Song whips from the pain as the heat burned his waist. And he turned up the block, disappeared without a trace. All right. I ain't going to ruin it all, man. I got to check that out. I'm telling y'all. Nice. You're not going to believe what happens next. No. Um, he even got this. So even, you know, we was talking about Michael Jackson's music. And like we said, Michael Jackson's music is, is music that transcends genres, right? Um, Merce has his next song called This Is For, and basically he was a little questionable. You know, if I'm a rapper, right, why none but white people come to my shows? You know, he was, it's, it mesmerizes. Like, when you go to most concerts, even though they're rappers, they're mostly white people at these shows. But what you got to think about is music transcends genres. Mm-hmm. And that's the ultimate epiphany of the song is just like, yo, like, I'm really just speaking through waves. Like, even though I'm from L.A., like, people out in Amsterdam love me. But then it's to say, like, you know, even though you do get bumped off of my music, just, you know, don't get it twisted. Like, you know, you're white and I'm black. Like, we still come from two different worlds. Like, you see, you get a peek from my word just from my album, but don't feel like you know me. Mm. So. I know it was cool. And his last song, Animals, it got Fonte on there. Those are my two top five rappers. You know, number bars. I love it. So, I love this album, man. This is a childhood album for me. I need everybody to check this out. Merce 316. It's popping. Nice. Um, Alright, so I'll get into mine. No freaking Kai wanted to just talk about it so badly. My bad. I don't want to talk about it so badly. No, you did. I'm kidding, bro. Relax. But uh, no, it's a it's a it's a it's a movie about Michael Jackson, not about Michael Jackson, but it's featuring Michael Jackson. It's called Moonwalker. Now I didn't realize a lot of Michael Jackson fans don't know about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had was fortunate enough to have the VHS tape. My dad had it rather um, when I was from a very young age. So I used to watch this video like nonstop, and that's how I really got um, infatuated with Michael Jackson's music. It puts you onto everything. You know, luckily there's a um, it's 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 not. A movie per se where there's like a plot from beginning to end it's just a whole bunch of different sequences it starts off with men in the mirror a live version from his bad tour then goes to a cool like 
anthology or like a retrospective of all his music from the Jackson 5 all the way up to around We Are the World. It's so cool. Um, and then you got the the, the the Bad video, which is featuring some kids, mm-hmm. which is dope. Uh, Speed Demon, which the a music video you don't see very often being played. Yeah. Leave Me Alone, the full smooth criminal video. I'm talking about the lead up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way to the video and then Cause it afterwards. Because it ends on a cliffhanger, like in the in the, the TV version. And the TV version ends on a cliffhanger. When you actually do watch Moonwalk, you understand, first of all, why he's in that club, yeah. how it turned into that club, and then why there's people marching upstairs with the guns. I, it it's it's cool as a as a Michael Jackson. I'm not gonna you know I'm not speaking on this um to like the average person. If you're a Michael Jackson fan, do yourself a favor and watch this movie. Um, it also has Joe Pesci in there, which is very odd. But I think they had the same um, manager, so which is why he was in there. Wow. But, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was just looking at the casting. A little star power. You got um, Mick Jagger in there too. Wait, what? Mick Jagger's in there. In Moonwalker. Yeah, it says um, Sean Loren, Brandon Adams. Kelly Parker, Mick Jagger. Nikki I didn't Cox. see Mick Jagger. I don't remember Mick Jagger. He could be in there. I don't know. Maybe he's in towards the end. But either way, if you're a Michael Jackson fan, give this movie, give this uh, movie a watch. It's called Moonwalker. You got something more to add about it? Uh, <laughs> I said everything Jesus. earlier. My bad. Yeah. Well, nah, it's all good, bro. I appreciate Can it. Can the young guy make a mistake? That's crazy. Yo, yo. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I just wanted to put you guys on one of my fr- close friends' um, Instagram page. He runs an Instagram page called Writers from Mars. He's a he's a poet, um, and basically the page is just uh, he recites his poetry over loops of anime. So, also along with a instrumental track. So they're really dope. They're really deep. Um, like I said, the, the Instagram page's name is Writers from Mars. If you like if you like poetry, if you like anime, if you like Old school. If you like old school jazz and hip hop, give it a, give it a look. Nice. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my boy Khalil. Yes, sir. Khalil, keep doing your thing, man. Much appreciated. Um, before we get out of here, I just want to um touch something real quick. My boy Patrick Day. He's a boxer from Freeport, New York. Uh, was a former Olympian for the USA Olympic boxing team in 2016. I th- no, 2012 actually. Um, he's fighting this Friday. Uh, versus an undefeated Dominican boxer named Carlos Adamas in uh, Temecula, California, which is pretty close to L.A. It's, like I said, it's on June 28th. Um, Pat is looking to uh, add on to his his, uh, his win total. Looking to, If he gets this uh, win, it, it'll be a, a good boost for his career. I don't know if you guys ever met met Pat uh, yeah. yourselves. I'm not Pat. He's a cool dude. Super humble guy, Mad man. Cool. Real yeah. nice guy. I'm not even going to say nothing bad about Carlos Adamas because I don't even think Pat would even want that. Maybe but, Pat uh, better pack him up. Oh, Pat, Pat's gonna pack this kid up. I'm just saying, I don't think for his brand, he don't really like nah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I ain't, so yeah, I'm gonna respect I him. ain't talking bad about him with the name Carlos Adamas. That's facts. That's I'm scary. Ass trying ass to come nah, from he's, this he's a big motherfucker. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. That's a scary. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the, 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 the fight is out here. You feel me? The what? It's in California. It's in California. Yeah, I'm glad it's out here. Oh, you're saying it's not, that it's not in Dominican Republic. It's oh, oh. spooky over there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that at first. Yeah, no, but uh, but in all seriousness, you know, um, Pat, good luck. We wish you the best. Um, I still might try to make it out there, bro. Um, I'm I, I'm off this weekend, so if I can make it out there, I'll definitely shoot you a text. But uh, yeah, good luck, brother, man. Dope. Pat, good luck. Good luck. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we say goodbye to the people? Uh, no, not really. Uh, everyone enjoy your weekend. Absolutely. Um, G. I just want to say sorry, Mike, for me. 
you know, I'm sorry if you're disrespectful. You know, you you really cool dude. You know, I, I see how much Ralphie really thinks you're popping. So you know, I respect that. I think the Jackson Estate will forgive you, sir. Right, I'm sorry, guys. I can't front Jackson Five movie though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got me that. Oh, the American Dream. Yeah, you feel me? Oh, we never <laughs> when it, about that. it was in the backyard boxing. <laughs> like, that was right. Get the switch. <laughs> that was right. Get the switch. <laughs> <laughs> La- laughing at a kid's pain. This is the only way I know, my, know how to solve my problems. That's a good stuff, though. And on that note, the streetlights just came on. Now, once again, guys, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe us. Uh, if you'd like to leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what up, mm-hmm. email us at thestewkidspod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's G. We're going to see you on The Stoop next week. Peace.